Well, hello, everybody out there in Music Video Land, and welcome to another episode of the Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about music videos. My name is Adam. Uh, I do things for the music video database. <laughs> I mean, imvdb. That's a weird thing to call it, the music video database, because it's not its name. Um, and with me, as usual is uh, Mr. Doug Klinger in Brooklyn. How you doing, Doug? Doing super good. Feeling festive. Feeling festive. That's good because this episode, this is a special episode. This is episode 137. Um, and we've done a whole year of Music Video Land podcasts. I think about 50 this year. 49 or 50. This might be the 50th one this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the end of the year. Uh, everything's kind of winding down. There's not a lot of music videos released during this time. We thought we'd do a little Christmas episode. That's right, a Christmas episode. And don't worry if you are not religious. This is not going to be religious at all. As but um, Christmas is a pagan holiday, right, Adam? I'm I'm almost positive it is. And I have a lot of see. I have a whole whole notebook full of notes on Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting into that. that I, oh, well, well, no Jesus, no Jesus. This 90% is not percent of my prep. Yeah, this is non-religious. This is Santa Claus. You can be and you can believe in any anything after death, and this and this podcast can be relevant and fun for you. <laughs> well, so <laughs> see, I'm glad we got over the hurdle. That wasn't one of the main main hurdles I was thinking in my mind. Like, no, but oh, I got we're it. gonna offend religious people here. No, I don't. I, or non-religious I thought, people. Yeah, non-religious. You have to make sure to to be inclusive of everybody. Well, I think it's 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 interesting because people people flip their shit for Christmas, right? I mean, we're in the midst of a two month bonanza of of shit flipping. Right. Um, everybody goes nuts for it, and everybody goes nuts for all the all the stuff that goes along with it. You know, the the Christmas songs. Basically, every everything that you can imagine has its own like Christmas subgenre um everything. they're just like a christmas version <laughs> of everything it's like oh this is a christmas version of the monday night football chiron <laughs> it's like, and, and you, you always, you, yeah you need your like for like you know food you need your regular food your your daily gruel and then your christmas food <laughs> your you know your regular drinks and your christmas drinks um your 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 even your clothes your regular clothes and then your christmas clothes it's right, just, I'm, I I normally drink beer during the podcast. I got eggnog going right now. Exactly. See, yeah, and, right. That's just gross. <laughs> and one of the things that's so interesting about Christmas um, is is Christmas music. That's a huge thing, and in turn, Christmas music videos. And I don't think people talk a lot about Christmas music videos, or at least I I barely hear anybody you know talk about it, even in. You know, when we're talking to people who know a lot, you know, talk a lot about music videos, it's just not something that really comes up. But many Christmas songs, and I think everybody knows Christmas songs, have music videos. Yeah, and and here's the thing, I hmm. am not I am not a huge fan of Christmas music, and for all of the reasons that I don't like Christmas music, are like all front and center in Christmas music videos. <laughs> like there are very few like. Uh, like there are very few Christmas music videos that I would say that I really enjoy, and like the ones that I, the ones that I think I like, are not like taking. They're not like actually celebrating Christmas. They're like either made to, as a joke or at, like 
to subvert something. Uh, I'm not a fan of earnest Christmas music videos. How about you? Are you a fan of earnest Christmas music videos? I'm in your camp here on this because I think we should we should just say this up front at the top of the podcast. We're not going to be talking about good Christmas music videos because the put all the Christmas music videos together and there's one thing they have in common. Uh, well, let me just say it. Like so, to pre- prepare for this podcast, um, usually I just watch like music videos on my laptop or whatever. Um, but my, you know, my wife and I watch them in our living room, kind of mm-hmm. like as a Christmas thing. We put them on the TV. <laughs> well, you guys decorated the tree. Oh yeah, we had full on Christmas decorations. We had everything <laughs> popping, and it was kind of like you know, like a Christmas thing. We got a wreath. Um, we got you know Christmas decorations everywhere. We're very we have lights on the house. Everything's very Christmassy. So we decided to sit down and watch these Christmas music videos. And uh, <laughs> and you know the first thing that struck me is that these things are all fucking awful every single last one of them they're terrible and it's not just the music videos it's the music too some of the music is good but just the they they all they all look cheap they all look rushed they all look like uh just terrible and so if you're looking for good music videos that are like you know amazing music videos this is not the list of the group that we're going to be talking about i do think we have i think we might have one or two that kind of toe the line yeah. that aren't that aren't terrible but like that's that's the peak we're talking about here toe in the line is like the best you can hope for in a christmas music video the the, the rushed part in particular like really has to be true uh i've actually um tried to shoot a dumb christmas music video like just personally and i can tell you just like anecdotal <laughs> anecdotally when i planned it and uh that was probably like six or seven days before christmas so uh you know i i poorly plan everything um but just extrapolate that a little bit the most you're getting is like maybe three or four weeks of of like from start to finish on these projects uh, is a is probably a good a fair guess well, I think that we we have to kind of start talking about this by talking about the the music because I think there's there's three ingredients in Christmas music that make them unique and make it awful. Okay, and I'll just, I'll just go through them very quickly here. So, so so number one of them is is that it's easy and cheap to make Christmas music. A lot of them are in the public domain, um, and you know it's not like you have to write a whole album worth of songs to record a Christmas album. Number one. Number two, uh, Christmas music is not the time when you, like, experiment musically. Christmas music is often, like, the distilled version of what you are as an artist because you have to throw all the... You know, you you are covering a lot of, like, Christmas standards and you just have to slather it with as much, you know, style as you can. So it's often not the most interesting part of what an artist is. It's just what they think their distilled version is. Um, and I think I forgot number three. Well, well, I mean, for me, number three is like, I, I don't even like you need like, what is the, what is the, the inspiration to, to make a Christmas song? I could never, I can think of no reason for like 75% of these songs to be made other than a cash grab. Right. Like they just made them because it's like, oh shit, Christmas is coming. Let's like sing these songs that are for free already, and like make 
and make some and make some bucks off of them and maybe like throw you in a Santa hat and make a music video with it too. Uh, and that's like kind of I, I, like my my thought the thought process behind probably seventy five percent of the videos we're going to talk about today. So some of them I, I, were made probably for different reasons, uh, and we'll get into some of those when we when we talk about them. But for the most part, it's just like oh shit, Christmas is coming. <laughs> Let's fucking let's fucking fart something out, and that's why they're rushed, and that's why they're poorly planned, and that's why they're so like so much formula. It's like okay, we'll get the kids, and we'll get the stockings, and we'll get the tree, and there we go. That's it. And number three, I just remembered it is that it goes exactly to your point, Doug. That it's it's unbelievably hard to make a hit Christmas song. Um. Because these are artists that are used to, you know, having chart-topping hits um, a lot of the time. And when they make a Christmas album, and Christmas albums are not usually made to be chart-topping hits. The album may chart, um, but it's very, very rare that, like, a single kind of settles into the the heavy rotation. Um, Probably the most recent example of that is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, which was 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, what if did, did what about any of those in sync ones? Because they did think that. Oh no. They did because they did a full album of originals, right? I think most of them are originals. Yeah, but I don't know if any of those are. I don't know if any of those are playing on the radio while <laughs> they didn't stick. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> um, so you know, it, it, it's it's super hard. So you're not going to put a ton of resources into a video for original Christmas song because the odds are overwhelmingly against you that your original even like Michael Bublé who you know put out a, a, a ridiculously popular Christmas album uh, aptly titled Christmas a few years ago there were no real singles off that album yeah, that were and, new and, original songs and like also like they're unlike any other song like these all of these songs and videos have like a very drastic end date. Like on December twenty sixth, all of these are get they get shut in a closet for nine months, and then you know at the most people watch these for like three months a year. Um, you know, just kind of like from Halloween to Christmas is probably like the span of time that anyone's gonna watch any of these videos. So the fact that like some of them have like several million views, like. That that's about as big as you get. I, I and and as we begin to talk into talk about some of them, I feel like um, a few of them actually like have become kind of synonymous. When you think of the artist, you don't. It's it's not it's not far until you think about one of these songs. Just for a handful of these artists. Um, and if we can get it, if we can, if you want to start getting into them, I can kind of give an example of that. Yeah, why don't you, uh, we can go back, why don't we start it off? Yeah, get start off with your, your example of that. So I would say Run DMC, Christmas, and Hollis, um, unlike any of the other ones on this list, is about as, is about as close as you get for like, if some people like, if they think Run DMC, it, you know, it's not far before they, this song comes up. And it, even though it's unfortunate, um, you know, I, I think this song is is something that you know it's on their greatest hits album. And I think one of the reasons is is that because this song is in one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, uh, Die Hard. If you ever, and it, it's not just like on the soundtrack. It, it's if you have you seen Die Hard, Doug? 
Yeah. When he gets to LA and uh, I can't remember the, the limo driver's name, you know, he's riding with the limo driver and uh, the limo driver is like a young, you know, black kid and he puts on this, you know, Christmas in Hollis and uh, Bruce Willis is like, you know, can we get some Christmas music? And he says, this is Christmas music, man. And he turns it up <laughs> and that's just, yeah, it's like, you know, then they play it over sort of a montage. But I, whenever I hear this song, I can't, I can't not think of, of Die Hard. Right. I can't not think of Christmas. No, I, <laughs> which is weird. Um, uh, so, do you want to talk a little bit about this video? I think that I think this is one of the better songs on our list. Also, not not for nothing. I think all of, all of the good songs on our list are rap songs. I think and then so. Every, yeah. And then everything else is not good. But but the rap songs, like I think you can, I think you can do a little bit more with a rap song and i also think um rappers doing christmas stuff has a, a, a little bit more of a broader appeal because it's uh, it's so unusual to see like um you know destiny's child in christmas mm. costumes like that that feels like a show or like it feels so like planned and it doesn't really have like an impact but like to see like run dmc like who are normally such like cool dudes like being Christmassy, it like has a, a different appeal. And this late eighties style of hip hop kind of really like lends itself to the I think this sort of novelty song. Like yeah. novelty Christmas song because you know, it's it for anybody who's like not familiar with late eighties hip hop, it's 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 much more like of a storytelling Genre. And it's a lot more sing sing songy too. Yeah, and it's more like you know you're. It's like there's a lot more like narrative threads that they pick up and drop off than you know like a hip hop song like a like a popular hip hop song would be today. So you can have you know the Christmas and Halls is like is like a little story, and you know it lends itself really well to that format. So there's a lot of really interesting elements coming in here. It's a great video. It's 1987 too, um, kind of at the height of Run DMC's popularity. And this is another, this is one of the videos that's actually popular as well. We've got, you know, 3 million views on, um, you know, 3 million plus views on this video. And, you know, you don't even, you don't see videos from this era, you know, performing that highly on YouTube anyway. Obviously, like, YouTube, like, the videos that perform are new stuff mm-hmm. that get promoted. This isn't never been promoted or anything. Anything that, like, it's generated is completely natural. Um, well, take us through the plot of this video a little bit. Uh, so, it's uh, Run DMC. Nope, I can't. I didn't. <laughs> I don't. Think, I uh. I didn't. I didn't revisit this one because I've seen it already. I know that it's got. I know that they perform, and there's little there's elves. Who's elf looking at There's the like TV really screen. weird elves, and uh, and there's like Santa. They they encounter. Santa. <laughs> yeah, you you sound like uh somebody who didn't read the the assigned reading. <laughs> Trying to like, describe it, yeah. We did talk about Moby Dick. I didn't know we were gonna have to do this. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know what we have to do what we always do. Uh, well, there's um, a great. There's the thing I love about this video is a great like shot of Santa at the end in a sleigh, and there's like some dog, like on a green screen, obviously like on like a some sort of glass plate, just like standing there with giant reindeer antlers on. Right. Um, but yeah, this is sort of your classic like late eighties. Uh, uh, 
you know hip hop video. But the thing is that they've they've repurposed that part of it is an elf. You know, who, who looks terrifying in retrospect. I'm sure it looked normal at the time. Who's at sort of like Santa's control center. And he's looking through, you know, ch- like little screens of children. Um, and he's, you know, pressing buttons that say naughty or nice. But the buttons are uh, are like very, very obviously a modified Simon Says toy. <laughs> oh, just man, like, yeah. This is, it, I, was it called Simon Says or was it just Simon? Uh, but, uh, you know, it might have just been Simon, I guess. Yeah, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and they all that's use, I, yeah, it's great. That's what I love about this video. Like, every element in this video looks like it, like, we could go get it if we just go to, like, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart in a costume store for, like, a half hour. Like, the elves' ears are just, like, like just so clearly, like, the type of ears you can get at any costume store that you ever go to like the nose like the the santa costume like everything is like almost intentionally like clearly shitty costumes (laughs) and and like all the for all the props in the room and like santa's in a control center uh or the elves in a control center i mean it's just like everything looks so like almost intentionally bad and fake uh but it like adds to me it like adds to that appeal of this of the of like the time the timelessness almost of the video that's because like if they were going to try to like make it seem legit for 1987 it's still going to look like a piece of shit now <laughs> so like if you make it look like a piece of shit always it's like kind of harder to like it like keeps it relevant <laughs> uh, so let me bring one of mine in here Okay. Um, from the same re- relative, not you know, same time period ish, the eighties, um, and that is Wham's Last Christmas, which is why actually is, what's why that? is this one of yours? One of yours that you brought up, or one of yours that you just like have in your heart? One that they have in my heart, because <laughs> uh, we're yeah, we're talking about uh, this is seventy six million views. Holy shit, we were talking about this is a big video, yeah, three million being a big deal. No, this is probably one of the most, and and the reason being, this is a song that is this is one of those rare. Christmas songs that kind of gets picked up you know there are millions of original Christmas songs but very few of them as we've talked about get picked up and sort of carried along and I think Taylor Swift did a cover of this this is very very commonly covered and originated by Wham 1984 and I actually wrote a uh, music video relapse post on this which we'll link to in the show notes but it's a video Uh, it's a music video that takes place uh, it's kind of like a little film where, at, a ski, at a ski resort, right? At the, at the, no, like a, yeah, kind of not like a resort with like a ton of people. It's this group of friends that are going to like a cabin in the woods for some sort of like winter or Christmas, you know, retreat. And it just follows them. And it's kind of the story of, uh, you know, George Michael of Wham. You know, he's, he's uh, kind of like there's another girl there that's with another dude. But, you know, last Christmas it is made clear to us they were together. Um and uh, this is this and, is this is one of the the ones that has like a a very clear kind of narrative story deal, um and the one you know we talk my wife and I watched these this I think this is the one she enjoyed the most. Um, it's got some really like beautiful shots in there, like they they're really wide. You think this was shot on film? Because this is this is wide. Uh, you know, it's it's a uh, not a. Not letterbox or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, so why, that's why screen, film. And, and I think like some of this stuff looks really nice. Like some of these really like bigger the bigger shots 
of the cars pulling up and stuff. Like, I think some of it's pretty pretty. It's pretty v- pretty. It's very, very, very 80s. For sure. Not, for not in the reasons that we think of, like, you know, like, if you threw an 80s party now. It's not for the things that we would think of as being, like, cliche 80s. But just the part of it is this idea that you would get together with friends at a, you know, like some sort of chat, you know, ski chateau <laughs> to me is a very, is a very like eighties idea and have like this like totally familyless, completely 100% friends, you know, like, uh, everybody and everybody at the, the dinner, the dinner table is like basically a plank of wood. It is the tiniest dinner table of all. And there's like 30 people around it and they're all like together, you know, really, in close quarters, drinking red wine. It's a little smoky. Everybody has very large hair. And to me, that that's like that's that's my idea of the eighties. And I like this, this video because this 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 really embodies the eighties for me. This definitely feels like a big eighties thing to me as well. But what where where this leads to in my head is like is like where one of those like eighties like you know so, softcore Cinemax porns would go. So like this in my head feels a lot like this feels a lot in my head feels a lot like one of those things where like it's just called like oh let's let, oh let's decorate the tree but we should do it with our tits out yeah we should do it with our tits out and then the girls just like decorate the tree with the tits out with like some kind of like guitar rock behind it just like decorating the tree and they're like that's what that's what I see but it's still very eighties it's called it would be called like you know bikini ski lodge three or something well that's the thing there's like 30 of them in this house where are they all sleeping and what are they you know they're all there for several, with each, with several each days other. yeah it's like the have you ever seen the my favorite new part of the onion is their film reviews uh, i haven't and there's a it's by uh their video film reviews and the, the film reviewer is peter rosenthal um and he often goes off on these very strange tangents and doesn't review the movie at all it just you know takes a theme and runs with it and for the the last hobbit movie his entire review is about how almost everybody in the set must have been having sex with each other um and it's a very very graphic detail so if you, i'll link to that in the show notes if you want to you want to see that yeah, um you should see it my um but my wife wanted my wife really didn't like the the female character in this she seemed to think that she was like the villain in this well she's i mean She's playing these guys. Yeah, that's it. And, and the first time I watched this, I I kind of felt it was like kind of like a, you know, like a kind of like a bittersweet love story. But like nobody was to blame. She had it, and she had. Uh, hold on, she she wanted me to. She made up a catchphrase. She thought everybody should know, like a tagline for this video, and that is that the like the the coldest thing, you know, on the mountain was the cold this like bitch's cold heart or something i don't know oh, what it is, but shit. yeah but she it was she was, she was very intense very intense i'm saying it wrong sorry michelle but it was uh yeah i just it's 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 but you know if you watch a lot of christmas music videos this is probably the one that has the most like plot line to it at all and the and it's it's, it's it, it might be this among the saddest that's mm. the thing like christmas movies excuse me <clears throat> Uh, Christmas movies are like a lot of times got a lot of like sadness in them. It's not unusual that like there's like a lot of sadness or like raw emotion in a lot of Christmas movies. Even even the one even if they like end happy, mm-hmm. you know, like It's a Wonderful Life is like full of like heavy shit. But like that doesn't always like creep into music videos for like Christmas music videos are usually just like 
like people just like running around being happy like in <laughs> circles like this running around in circles being happy is what most christmas music videos are and uh this one is is among the the, the sadder ones and so it's yeah cuz they don't get together at the end they just wa- they just leave the chateau <laughs> together like with like he's alone and you know there's, there's no resolution nobody gets back together which is kind of like the, the song the song is kind of sad for a Christmas song. Um, I can't remember. Did no Boy George didn't originally do it? It was it was Wham, right? Let me yeah. Make, let me make sure I'm good on this because. Okay, yeah, that's something that we want to make sure we get right. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's a song by British pop duo Wham. Um, so let's move on. Uh, what's, you, the- what's another one that you that you were especially interested in, Doug? Well, I think we should since we've been spending all all this time like talking about like these stereotypical Christmas music videos. I think we should talk about one of those. And I think a really good example of that is going to be This Christmas by Gloria Stefan, mm. 1993. What do you think? Should we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. So, I this is from your list. This is from my list. I think there's a lot of people that listening that like may not know who Gloria Stefan is. Right, like I, I feel just, like she's super relevant, but that's cuz you and I both lived in South Florida for a really long time. Yeah, and 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 Gloria Stefan, I can't remember what nationality she is. Um was she Cuban? I don't think she was Cuban. That's something you can also check. Um anyway, so she was like ridiculously popular as a like a Latin crossover artist in the '90s, and you know if you remember like the '96 Atlanta Games, she did that. She is Cuban. She okay. There we go. She did the song uh, "Reach," um, which right. you may have heard, which was like the theme for the whole Atlanta Games. And um, I never knew she did a, a Christmas song, but this this is called "This Christmas," uh, and really, like you said, released in 1993, and it just it, kind of like the Run DMC and Wham videos. This like very much embodies kind of like a night or like a early to mid '90s music video aesthetic and style. Um, so it's a very sentimental video. It follows <laughs> these children. It's like it, it, it's, children. It, it's almost like sentimental to the point of being a parody of itself. It's, it's, it is <laughs> well, so it, but it happened early enough where it, where it's not that. Like mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody wanted to now like make a like cheesy looking '90s style Christmas music video, that they would make this exact music music video. It's like a little boy in a window with really fake snow holding a fucking cat like just like looking sad out the window like that's how this music video begins and and like that's that is like like that is cliche in a christmas box like that's what this is right here uh which which is what makes this video so fantastic is like just like how on the nose it is just like everything that you could think of they just like raided a christmas store and made a music video out of it but the best thing is that the there, there is no Santa in this. The Santa is Gloria Stefan. This kid is like, first of all, the kid's not like in poverty or anything like that. He's just in his bedroom. He's waiting for Santa, but Santa doesn't appear. Gloria <laughs> Stefan appears, and like the Wizard of Oz, it goes from like black and white to color, and she takes him to this like complete nonsense toyland, and that's the the rest of the video is just like complete batshit insane shots of children like enjoying and it, and toys. It, and it's kids in the version this version of the song. Like this song has kids singing in it. Yeah, I don't know if there was more versions of it. 
Um, but there's... I think this is probably the album version. When you get Christmas Through Your Eyes by Gloria Stefan from 1993, <laughs> from 1993 uh, the version of this song, I can almost guarantee you, has these children. Probably not the children from the video, but but children nonetheless. Christmas Through Your Eyes. And it has... And the, the, the other interesting about, thing about this, about Christmas music videos that I love, is that they're, they're very... They're like... Um, very well preserved time capsules of like what a style looked at the time because if like you're a crew doing like a christmas music video you're just going to do whatever style is popular at the time you're not right, going to pioneer gonna... something yeah right right so so like so the wham <laughs> video looks like everything that came out in 1984 this christmas is like a very perfectly distilled preserved version of that that um slightly like that overexposed um uh very overlit look with the right. with the very like flashy cuts the cuts that are accompanied by little flashes of light which was it, it sounds weird when I'm explaining it but if you see it and you were around and watching things during like the the, the mid to early mid 90s you instantly recognize it it is very 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 clearly a style that they just lifted from the just the general times Man, this shit is batshit insane in the back half. It's essentially like a mix of performance and glamour shots, which were also <laughs> very popular in 1993. Like, this is styled like a glamour shot. Like, all of these kids, like, they, Gloria Stefan just pulled these kids from a glamour shot studio and was like, just fucking just sit here. I'm going to sing this fucking Christmas song. They're like, what Christmas song? And she's like, I haven't decided yet. We'll figure that out. Five we'll figure that out in a few minutes <sighs> just sit down okay once we get you sat down is when we'll pick the song uh and, and if you're a singer who puts uh, an original christmas song on like a, so i give michael buble a lot of credit because his christmas album in 2011 did not have an original christmas single on it because that's some balls to be like you know here's here's the standards but here's like a new song that you guys are gonna love um, <laughs> you're gonna. This is gonna change Christmas. This, yeah, this is gonna change Christmas for everybody. And if it and like Christmas through your, your through your eyes, which is Gloria Stefan's like single from this album, is awful. It is. There's no fucking way that this is gonna be, like <laughs> take off between like from people be like, you know what? I mean, I want. You know, I want have yourself a merry little Christmas, and right after that, like Christmas through your through your eyes. I remember, and this was only a matter of time before something like this happened. But I'm going to reminisce on a Christmas. My we we when I was younger, like when we would decorate the tree, like we'd put on Christmas albums, and my dad got an Al- Alabama Christmas album, <laughs> <laughs> thinking that they were just going to sing the Christmas songs. Uh, as Alabama, and it, and it ended up being a hundred percent originals, <laughs> just all originals, and the songs were like Mary and Joseph's Boy, and like all of these like ridiculous Alabama songs. I remember my dad being so upset. He still like references that moment. It's like remember that remember that Alabama CD that I played. Like he owns up to it. Uh, That's so. good. That's good. He didn't try to like play it off. Like that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how great was that? And that is definitely something that my dad would do like to try to save face like act like he loved it but it was so (laughs) it was so bad that like he was like appalled and i was like a kid i didn't know i didn't know i was still getting used to all these songs and i was like whatever this is just a dumb christmas song like all the rest and uh but no it wasn't um i do want to talk about since we're talking about original christmas songs Mm -hmm. 
I want to talk about an original Christmas song that I that I do like. Is uh, it by is it by a band that does an original Christmas song every year? It is not. But should we do that one instead? I was gonna, <laughs> I was going to talk about a different one. But uh, you, you, what were you talking about? We we can go there. Okay, so I'm going to talk about a Christmas fucking miracle by Run the Jewels. Mm. Um, this, is the, this is one my wife liked the least. This is the one you want like the least. This is the one I like the most. Uh, just to kind of show what's where you're at, where we're at. Uh, and the, the interesting thing about a Christmas fucking miracle, in addition to it being, because um, this is definitely a Christmas song, uh, and the beat is very Christmas inspired. But like this is a song that was not on a Christmas album, did not come out anywhere near Christmas. Uh, this is just one of the songs on the first Run the Jewels album. Um, and and they just like did a song that was Christmas themed that like and did not release the album you know like as a Christmas album at all, um, which is super super unique. Yeah, definitely unique. And also like this is a this is a great song. At least for like I love this song. This is one of my f- favorite songs on the off the first Run the Jewels album. I think the second album that came out this year, arguably one of my like my favorite album of the year, and. Um, and uh, I think it, they've like it's the second album is a step up from the first album, but this first album is really great, and this is probably one of my favorite songs. Like I said, and it's really like dark and 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 aggressive, and you know m- they talk about beating people up and stuff. Uh, but the video is is very funny. Um, directed by Joey Garfield, and it was released um, exa- about a year ago, almost exactly. December 21st, 2013. Uh, and this video, like, there's, like, a through-line narrative of, like, kind of, like, the Tiny Tim story mm-hmm. um, with Killa Mike as Scrooge and and LP as Tiny Tim. But then there's also, like, all these other elements. Like, there's, like, kind of just, like, one-off shots that look like they're posing for Christmas cards uh, <laughs> that look like kind of very, like, awkward family photo style. Um, there's also scenes with Killa Mike as Santa and LP as an elf with these like adorable children sitting on Killa Mike's lap and it like as he's rapping these aggressive lyrics and it's like really like hilarious and awesome um, two my two favorite albums from this video number one is that they they're in like there's a little kind of like ski lodge scene where they're in a ski lodge and they're drinking something and they're side by side but it is very explicitly um a ski lodge from the 1980 winter olympics in lake placid new york right um which i just found just like such a weird reference Um, like where that where that came from who knows yeah that event and that that lake placid olympics is famous for being the olympics where the united states men's ice hockey team beat the soviet team who were heavily favored um there's movies and all sorts of stuff about that so every time I wonder I, if it was even like it, if that's something that just came in post and they just decided to like dress up like that and they just like figure out how it fit that's in. That's possible, yeah. Or something that it was like planned. It's like this is going to be this the whole time. The other thing that I just that I love is the there's a nativity scene and then very very briefly um Mr. Killams who yeah. you may know from many other Run the Jewels videos uh, directed by Timmy Susen- Timothy Susenti. Um, is like birthed as Jesus out of like the baby, the baby Jesus crib, um, and he's he's only in there for like a half a second, but it's a great little reference. 
And at the very end, of course, these adorable children kind of like wreck shit, mm. which is great too. I'm trying to think. I, I feel like I used to know who these kids were, and now I don't. Remember. You used to know, like they're like brand name kids, or they're like no, big names? like they're like they're like kids. They're like the kids of somebody. Oh, like you know somebody, but I don't. I can't recall now. So it's a lot. A lot's happened in the last year. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, uh, the video that that Mr. Kelms is in is the full retired or stay and stay down, which is by LP, not technically run the jewels. Um, um, this yeah, I, so now I'm, it's coming back to me. I think it's one of the because this video is produced by Ghost Robot. I think it's one of the Ghost Robot um, executive producers kids or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I recall. Um, anyway, hilarious video. Probably my favorite video. Def- my favorite video that we're going to talk about. Definitely my favorite song. Um, so one video that um, well actually so we, let's talk about uh, since we were talking about artists with like original christmas songs um one artist that is unique in this i think is the killers who mm-hmm. release i think for the past four or five years have been releasing a single in early december christmas themed single and the music video for it um and that is the killers and all the proceeds go to the the red you know the the, the ipod, iPod red that yeah. whole thing i don't yeah, i still don't know what red does no, but, but it's something good. Something good, yeah. They're not, they're not taking the money and you know. one of those like seventy five percent overhead. No, yeah, they they're associated with Apple. And, you know, I trust them or whatever. But anyway, so <laughs> they, you know, they've been doing. Um, I think the uh, two thousand eleven it was the Cowboys Christmas Ball directed by Robo Shobo. Um, they had uh, I feel it in my bones directed by Robo Shobo in two thousand twelve. Um. And then uh, Christmas in L.A. in 2013, directed by uh, Kelly Lucy. And then this year was kind of different because it was um, associated with the Jimmy Kimmel show. Um, yeah, I like, think it, pre- it premiered on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Yeah, it was like associated with it. And um, the song is even billed as featuring Jimmy Kimmel. Um, yeah, which and, is weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. I anyway, think he's, maybe he's Santa or something. He might or- be, yeah. He's in it. And the, the Doug, you put... Jonathan Kimmel as the director. I'm not sure if he has a, any relation to Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I don't know either. I've found that I found that somewhere though. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, you might you, you, maybe, but uh who knows. But anyway, this is I thought this was this is my favorite Killers uh holiday single yet. I thought this was great. It's called Joel the Lump of Coal. It's not only a little, I think the most catchy one. It's kind of got a fun story. It's about you know, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but uh, this is a lump of coal, and Santa, you know, wants to go give out the lump of coal, and the you know the lump of coal is a, uh, you know, given to kids who are bad, and you know he's all afraid of being given to a bad kid, but the kid who's bad is sort of like you know like yeah I'm a bad kid, but uh, now you know you, you know I'm I not that I, bad. I, I, I'm not that bad, and I deserve this lump of coal. Face it, I've been a shithead. And uh, it's kind of a touching story. It's kind of got a goofy element, too, because at the end, uh, spoiler alert, the kid squeezes the coal and turns into a diamond. So, you know. Naturally. And uh, one more interesting uh, tie-in to to this podcast, Uh, the cover, the single cover art for this album was uh, made by Warren Fu, who used to be was used to be on this podcast once. <laughs> used to be this isn't the words, but uh, <laughs> he was on. He was a guest on this podcast once, uh, and he um, he made the cover art. Mm-hmm. 
which we'll link to in the show notes because I just sent it to Adam. And there's a great um, there's a there's like a chorus of lumps of coal in this that are pretty. It's an animated video, I should mention, mostly animated. Um, the killers are in it, but it's a good song too. It's kind of catchy, catchy Christmas song. Sure. So should we do? Uh, we've got at least one more original on this list, or should we get into some of the knots originals? Uh, let's do the other not original. What else do we have on here? Oh, actually, we got two more. Yeah, we got a uh, bunch of them actually. Okay, we don't. We have way more. <laughs> Let, let's talk about another one of them. Uh, I think we should talk about Christmas by Froggy Fresh. Mm. And this is a this is a video we've definitely talked about on this podcast before because we've done Christmas episodes in 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 some way before. Um, either that or we just talked about this video when it came out before Christmas. Um, Anyone who knows Froggy Fresh used to be called Krispy Kreme. He's kind of like a joke rapper on YouTube. But, you know, it's it's a lot of times through like these, you know, like full produced music videos. And uh, I think it's important to mention that Froggy Fresh continues to do Christmas music videos and they're not bad. But none of them that he does are anywhere near as good as the 2012 uh, Christmas by Froggy Fresh. Um and uh like he did one this year called reindeer games it's like three minutes of skit first before the song starts it's like eight minutes long it's no good and it's like it, half of it are just references to this so if you're gonna look into your frog <laughs> if you're gonna look into froggy fresh froggy fresh's christmas material stick to this for this one right here this is the um, canonical froggy fresh this is the canonical froggy fresh christmas video um and, and let's let's talk about why we love this video <laughs> So this video is pretty simple to explain. It, it's Froggy Fresh and Moneymaker Mike, who have, uh, anybody who knows is familiar with Froggy Fresh knows that Moneymaker Mike is the, the skinny kid that is always by his side, basically staring off into space. And, and Moneymaker Mike is dressed as Santa. Um, and basically, this is Froggy Fresh's Christmas list. And uh, most of the items have something to do with the, the uh, wrestler John Cena. Um, and most of them appear to be, you know, official merchandise of John Cena. Uh, there's a few ones like the Betty Crocker brownies and a copy of Illmatic by Nas. Uh, but most of them are John Cena merchandise. Um, and it's just him kind of like, uh, you know, counting down this list. And it should be, it's interesting to note that when he did this video, his name was Krispy Kreme, and I think Krispy Kreme threatened to sue him, so he changed his name to Froggy Fresh. Froggy so Fresh. anytime there's two points where somebody says, either him or Moneymaker Mike says Krispy Kreme, and they like have a black, like a black square over the mouth for that point, like anybody would like lip read. He's like that afraid of being sued that he's like completely erasing, erasing all traces of it. Uh, I wonder if he had to. He might have had to, yeah. But it, I, I appreciate that he re-released this with the new version. Right. Because it's not like he did just did a punch in and, and replace his name. I think he recorded this entire like vocal track again. Well, he's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. Uh, yeah. I, I, he's in, he's intriguing. I'm, I'm, I'm upset that he never like. Because he's definitely on the decline. He's peaking at this point back in 2012. You know, his new video is still getting like a couple hundred thousand views, but nothing like, uh, nothing this nothing this big. Uh, because I'm curious, some background here. I feel like both these guys, I feel like both these guys write these lyrics together, that they're not so, you know, they're not so as, as dumb as they appear. 
Anyway, Froggy Fresh. Oh, they're definitely not as dumb as they appear. And this video is very, I think, intentionally bad. Dude, there's a shot. <laughs> there's a shot where it's just a still shot of Moneymaker Mike dressed as Santa, uh, just to remind you, um, <laughs> with with new like sneakers on. And he's pointing at the sneakers. And there's a title that says Mike's New Shoes. It's just everything is very, very knowing. Um, you know, Right. Uh, Froggy Fresh is constantly looking off off camera to, uh, you know, supposedly read something, uh, which is pretty funny. But it, it's very much in that vein. But it just it just works because the track is good. Like I think Doug, you've mentioned on this podcast before that he's actually a good rapper. Um, and yeah, the stuff no, is he funny. Is. He keeps coming up with, with the John Cena stuff. The one right, and that it doesn't get old. The John Cena no, stuff doesn't, it get, doesn't old. get old at all. It just gets funny. Um, what was the first one? The first Froggy Fresh one where you looked like he had snot coming out of his nose. I think it's after that. Is it? You're talking about the same old kid? Yeah, I thought same old kid was the first one. No, same old kid was in January. It was after. It was on the hot on the heels of it. But that's a good video. That's like a pretty good song too. Yeah, wow, that's not that didn't come. From, I feel like that might have still been the one that like blew up first, maybe, and then uh, like and then Christmas one was there or something. I just feel like I definitely, I definitely saw that first, and like the snot, the nose snot was like a big reason why he was so compelling because he had snot coming out of his nose. The Froggy Fresh EP is it's really good. There's it, it's very very odd. In many, which which I really appreciate. It's there's, it's not like a he's not like a a lonely island style parody rapper. Um, there's a lot more going on there, but I, I I think yeah, Christmas definitely was like one of the first things to come out. Is it is it narrative? What he always, he's got like his EP. He yeah he's got he's because he's got like a nemesis. He's got a nemesis, uh, James. And uh, it's it, it's a very bizarre bizarre stuff. There's but it's it's narrative, in a and narratives are always very very dramatic, um, such as one describes Buddy Baker Mike like receiving a call that James killed his mom, <laughs> and, and that he was that James got a gun and got on a bus to go shoot and shoot James. And money are uh, and uh, Froggy Fresh did not accompany him on this bus, and it's, and it's like all about his remorse at not being there for his friend to go get James. It's when you're listening to it, you're like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" But it's but it's really good. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, just slightly, but it's okay. <laughs> let's let's we'll reel it back in. Where where should we go to next? Well, there one I think one there are a few of these videos that struck me as bizarrely bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is Destiny's Child, Eight Days of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. I think people, so this is 2001, which just to me doesn't seem that long ago, but in reality, that's, it's very long it's ago. It's very ago. And if you, in like two years, it's going to be 15 years ago. This seems like not long ago at all. <laughs> it to me. doesn't. And it, and I think people have like, because of Beyonce, have very very rose tinted glasses when they like look back on Destiny's Child, but I- I'm gonna put something out there. Destiny's Child was terrible. Like they had a few good songs, but on well, the they most had part, songs that were like awful. that, like but they have a lot of songs that like were very like very very popular. They were awful to I think too, but like they were like Bootylicious and Survivor 
and an independent woman. Mm, it was, yeah. What was that? What was that one called? That's not called independent woman. Was I think it? it's called independent woman. Yeah, yeah, independent woman. Yeah, all of those were even no 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 bills 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 like jumping jumping. All of those are really massive songs. Bugaboo, like they had like their singles were huge. Um, but they are, but like looking back of, of all of the videos that we're watching, these feel the most dated, like these feel more dated than the nineties and eighties stuff. Oh, totally. I totally agree with that. Cause this is, this is painfully, painfully of the time. And, and these also, and this video also looks the cheapest, I think. This they just like literally went into a Target <laughs> and ran around in Santa outfits. Like this, this is this is just like this music video is like basically about Black Friday, doing Black Friday <laughs> in in sexy Santa costumes. This is like this is like Black Friday mixed with SantaCon and Timbaland. And That's this, what this video is. And yeah, the, the, so the concept of this video is Destiny's Child are in are are in the store, I guess, and they're all singing about the eight days of christmas and it's kind of like a play on the 12 days of christmas it's, it's never really explained or justified why they took it down from 12 to 8 but whatever i guess they it makes sense it makes sense i guess so and they're just talking about the shit that they're getting like and it's not even interesting stuff it's just like a car or some quality time or whatever it's 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 bizarrely <laughs> that's the number one thing is some quality t-i-m-e um and all the while they're not also not doing anything interesting they're just walking around the store or the, or riding a ferris wheel or riding a, or, or no a merry-go-round and at the end even more, even more boring <laughs> at the end they let all these kids in to the store and the kids are just like ripping the store apart like ripping shit off the shelves and that's how the music video ends there's like <laughs> there's nothing it, it really was like they just had a location and some cameras it and is were like just I, and by the end of the day they're like you know it's i'm almost on my christmas break you know fuck this shit it's it's just awful Everything. It is so funny though that like before they let the kids in the video in the in the store, it is it is shots of Desi's child go, going on a shopping spree in the store and just like packs of kids outside like wishing they could be inside the store. It's just like <laughs> such a ridiculous. It's just like they're like the bad guys in a in a in a disney christmas movie it's like we get all the stuff and you pour outside in the snow like that's just like what this video is and then like the kids get in and like now you see why they weren't allowed in because they just tear shit apart so and, and, I, and i have a feeling um you know i wonder if yeah so destiny's child had a christmas album that this was one of the singles off of um, that was uh, spread a little love on Christmas Day. Spread a little love. Uh, no, it was, it's called the Eight Days of Christmas, I believe. Oh wait, yeah, you're right. It is. Um, spread a little Clo- uh, love is That's one the of the songs. Yeah, um, but it's just funny that I that they had a Christmas album. That just seems bizarre to me. Um, Listen, like Beyonce's current shadow just like darkens all of this stuff. Like it does. Like you, this stuff no longer like comes out. Unless it's in like a positive way, and like just by <laughs> just by association, like the girl, the other girls that like ended Destiny's Child with, um, 
with Beyonce because it wasn't always Desi Child had over time six members but ended with three and uh, the two that were left uh, Michelle Williams and um, Ke- uh, Kelly Rowland they they get like f- remembered favorably just because of like the success that like Beyonce has now had they're like oh yeah they were like friends with her so they're good yeah, uh, yeah. Otherwise, this would be kind of like the. This would have like a tiny, like two cell memory chip in the back of everybody's minds of like remembering Destiny's Child and yeah, right. Like if it weren't for Beyonce, like the solo career that Beyonce had. I mean, they had a lot of big singles, mm-hmm. but you know there were other there were other acts uh, of this era that also had a lot of big singles that like aren't that don't have the same kind of appeal. This is the same thing as like in sync. The mm. reason why like in sync is remembered so much more than backstreet boys. Like at the time in sync, wasn't particularly more popular. They were like neck and neck. Um, but because of like what Justin Timberlake continues to do in sync has a more like favorable memory. Like if backstreet boys were like, we're going to come back. Like, people would laugh at that. shit. <laughs> yeah. They probably like have. I feel like parts of them have tried to like rejoin, and they're like fucking idiots. But like, if somebody like if if Justin Timberlake suddenly was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take Lance Bass and all these guys on tour with me," like they'd sell out arenas. Didn't that happen? I feel like that happened. They did one show. They did one. They had like in like, at the at, Grammys or the the VMAs in, or something. I feel like they were at uh, in Boston or anyway. I, I don't um, do not. Who, wait, in sync. Mm, yeah, with Justin no, Timberlake. No, I don't think I don't think Insync toured. Justin Timberlake toured with Jay Z. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was. But I don't think he toured with Insync. I think Insync just did that one-off performance. Um, we I, I should also mention um, a video that was not on our internal list, Doug, but shares very very close ties. This uh, Destiny's Child video is the "All I Want for Christmas Is You." version with Mariah Carey and uh, Justin Bieber um, that came out a few years ago. We watched the video for that and it takes place in a Macy you know how these Macy's commercials have like celebrities in them this is basically a Macy's commercial um, it, it, it is you know there. there I, I feel like there are certain things that you watch that are so very obviously the low points for an artist that like it, it makes me cringe and this is this video is so so far in that direction, it is, it's bizarre. It, for, it, for Mariah Carey, for both of them, for really <laughs> for both of them, it is unbelievably terrible. And 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 I really dare you to go watch this video because every like everything is tripping over itself in this thing. Um, and it is really an interesting kind of like cultural <laughs> cultural text to remember. And if you want to watch that video or any of. Any Christmas music video that we have, we don't have them all tagged, but we have a lot of them tagged. Many of them we've talked on this episode, but some we haven't. If you want to see some Christmas music videos, you can go to our tag Christmas page, which is imvdb.com slash tag slash Christmas. And you can you can get a bunch of Christmas music videos. You can sit back and you, and you can watch them like, like Adam did with his wife. Um, you uh, you didn't have uh, Carmen's sleigh ride on there. We got to tag that one. That's a good we, one. Well, the great thing is it's super easy to do, mm. and so we will. Uh, yeah, th- this isn't a complete list. Obviously, this is just kind of what I could think of one night when I was drinking. Um, 
and mm. sad about holidays. So that's uh, uh, that's one of the traditions of the holidays too, the drinking. Yeah, so I guess there is one one more sad saddish Christmas music video and that's by the Ramones. Hmm. You're talking about Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight. From 1989. Yeah, we're sticking in this era for a lot of this. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm i not a huge Ramones fan, but I stuck it through this one. You um, stuck it through. Which is, this one is, a, this, this one is a skit at the beginning, too, which music videos in the 80s really loved. They loved their skits at the beginning. They're they were like, really bad, shouty skits. They're really b- terribly lit, poorly looking skits. Um, this one has a rabbi in it. Uh, this is... <laughs> Honestly, I watched this video and I could not understand what the fuck was going on at all. Um, Doug, why don't you take us through this one? It's uh, it starts with a couple who are fighting over nothing, like who knows? Like they're just like they're just fighting because they didn't get to go visit the lady's parents' house because he wanted to have a party. I guess that's the gist of it. And uh, and as they're arguing, guests begin to arrive, and then. They they party in with within cuts of the Ramones performing, mm-hmm. and uh, continue to argue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's kind of uh, the music video. Yeah, and it's um, and they they make up by the end, don't they? They hug it probably. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not watch it to the end? <laughs> I mean, I kind of figured what was going on. This this felt a lot like a Beastie Boys music video to me. Is that weird? To, is that like a weird? Like it felt like um, it looks like one. It yeah, looks yeah. Like that it looks like that production kind of value um, of the time. Um, but it just, yeah, I guess they have a party and the party goes well. And um, by the end, they're like, yeah, we're we're friends again. Um, because of how good our party was, yeah, they do <laughs> hug at the end, and then some ladies puking in the toilet. Yeah, um, well, somebody with a beard. Um, yeah, this video was uh, not maybe not on my Christmas list here, uh, but was interesting. I don't know. I'm not a big Ramones fan. No, I mean, there's a, a there's a few spots of them that I like. This is this is another uh, song that you, you you hear in a lot of Christmas mu- movies. I feel like. Yeah, well, there's two ways you can do with the Christmas thing, right? You can embrace the Christmas spirit and the the Christmas, you know, uh, the unbridled joy of the season, or you could be like, I'm I'm going in the other direction. And if the you know obviously the Ramones are going to go in the other direction, in the direction of you know domestic violence, I guess. But well, it's just like about like arguing. I feel like this is still like the type of song that you would hear in like a Home Alone style movie when there's like kind of like some kind of like lighthearted fight going mm-hmm. on. You know, maybe like some kind of romantic comedy that's Christmas centered or something like that. They would have this song while people are running. No, yeah, definitely. I think yeah, missed opportunity if it hasn't been, hasn't happened yet. Yeah, or there, um, who's somebody's <laughs> fucking up. So we should end our. I feel like we should end our our, our podcast uh, with my like favorite music, Christmas music video, several years running. It's, this, this is the song that uh, we even when we stop talking about Froggy Fresh, we will still be talking about this music video on our Christmas episodes. Oh, we'll always be talking about this music video because this is so. This is 2011. I, I you know I don't really know. We never, we, didn't have, we, we never put out, we never put a year, in, we never December, put a year on this video because we just never wanted to 
Because this this was a immaculate conception. This music video, this music video just came, came out of a manger, uh, <laughs> and uh, and that of of course, if you listen to this podcast every episode for forever, as I'm sure exactly zero people have have, have done, is uh, host on Christmas Street by uh, the incomparable Judy Pan Pan Coast Pan Coast. Um. The song. They, have, they have on YouTube now a uh, a second person credited with Judy Pancos. They have a Holdman Christmas. A person with the last name Christmas is 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 credited as a as a co person now on this on YouTube. This is blowing my mind. Was this not the the uh, what uh, what? I don't know. Let's cut that out. Um, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> what? Um, the the description of this video I think is worth exploring because it says Grammy nominee Judy Pancos is on tour performing this song almost every night of December across the United States. She stopped by her display of the night of December sixth and did a one hour concert to a crowd of two hundred people. We then made this video of Judy singing her signature song in the display. Um, so a few things here. Uh, number one, she is on someone's lawn, very obviously. So I'm not sure where the 200 people were positioned. We're hanging out. Yeah, where they're hanging out. Um, she's not on any sort of stage. 200 people is a lot of people. It's a good chunk of people. It's a lot of people for a lawn. She's very obviously in a suburban lawn somewhere um and the house the song revolves around uh the idea of a christmas street um or a house on christmas street that is you know you maybe during the year you you, you kind of drive by you don't really notice the house you know how many of us notice houses that are just out there unless you know there's something interesting about them but at christmas time this is this house goes balls deep on lighting just like all sorts of lighting and the, the, the nice thing about this video is it takes place in front of the titular house on christmas street perhaps the canonical house on christmas street you know no, that is that is the this is the house on christmas street but it, it's there's a lot of lights but it's tasteful there's no i can't stand the inflatable santas the inflatable snowmen no the inflatable shit i you know it's just lazy too it's super lazy you know, we know you bought that at uh, Target or something like that. We know where you know it comes from. You know you're going to return that shit. Oh, yeah. 100%. This it's is, rented. This is a 100% light display. These people keep these lights in their garage for, for fucking 10 months out of the year. Solid pros all the way around. Um, and this is one of those videos. like the, the, the people who made The House on Christmas Street by Judy Pancoast. Oh, I see what you mean now. And Holdman Christmas. Yeah. It's a double it's it's a double top billing. Even though Holman Christmas is probably like a company <laughs> a company. That can't be a man. Some man who like, well, my last name's Christmas. I might as well just write a bunch of Chris, Christmas songs for the rest of my life. Um, uh, oh, you know what? Um so I went to I followed the links. To JudyPangos.com? No, 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 to Holdman.com. Uh, Go to uh, Holdman.com. Um, have, you, have you been to JudyPangos.com? I have not. Is it worth going? Let's, all right, yes. What's Holdman.com first? Is that fun too? So Holdman Holdman is is 
it's called Holdman Lighting. Professional oh. lighting displays. <laughs> and apparently this is the Holdman Christmas display. Wow. Mm-hmm. Here we so this is this is a this is a thing. That's branded content that we're looking at. Alright, so you ready for this? Yeah. On the latest news on JudyPancoast.com, it reads the fifth annual the fifth annual The House on Christmas Street Tour. For the fifth year in a row, Judy is going to hop in her 2004 van, now with over, <laughs> now with over, uh, now with over 450,000 miles on it, and travel across the country during Christmas season, performing her hit Christmas songs in concert on the lawns and driveways uh, of of decorators who synchronize their displays with Judy's music. The year's tour will take oh, Judy wow. from coast to coast, see itinerary here, uh, and her concerts will raise donations for charities ranging from food pantries and shelters to the Wounded Warriors Project. Judy needs tour sponsors. If you can help, please click here. Uh, <laughs> so she's going on a tour of people's front yards. <laughs> wow. Goes, wow. This goes way deeper than I originally... <laughs> This goes so deep. You could have you could have Judy on your mobile device. Get the Judy Pancoast app here. Wow. Right. See, now I've been watching this video for years. I never. Right, we've been watching this video knew. for years. We never, we never went this deep. We never went this deep. But it's it's Christmas. Wow. So, if you have a, of course, this is a thing across the U.S. I'm not sure if it's a big deal in other countries, but you know, doing large lighting display displays at your house, and Judy Pankhost is still fucking going around everybody's yard singing one it, song. It looks like actually tonight is her is the last night of the tour. Holy shit! We're recording this on Monday, December twenty second, and in somewhere in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Judy Pankhost is in her two thousand four van celebrating. Her her tour, her 2014 Christmas lawn tour. Uh, we should ce- we should all celebrate with her. You think she's drinking some eggnog somewhere right now? Oh, she's definitely drinking some eggnog. She's just done. She's walked off the lawn probably at this point. Her nose um, has got a pinkish hue because <laughs> it's a little chilly in Baton Rouge this time of year. And you know this has, this song is credited 1998. I think the video is from uh, later. Um, but let's just talk about the music video for a second because yeah, this is one of those music videos that like takes a very basic thing and just like fucking holds onto it like nobody death grip, um, because Judy doesn't even move the entire time. She's just in this lawn. She's not gonna walk around the lawn. She's there. Feet are planted. She's dug in one hundred percent. And, uh, you know, like I said, she doesn't move at all. Uh, she doesn't. I'm, I'm enamored by her tour blog right now. I am like, I can't, I can't even get past this. I'm, she's got like 15 paragraph posts every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, that should be some, uh, some reading material over the, over the holidays. Like, are you going home to Florida for the holidays? I am I am going home to Florida for the holidays. I I um I lined up someone to take care of my cat, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going home for the holidays. And I'm going to listen to this podcast on my commute. 
And we're releasing this on a little bit earlier <clears throat> than our weekly podcast. So people, if they're commuting, you know, you're, we're driving from, uh, you know, we're driving a good uh, eight-hour drive. Um, so um, you're driving up. I'm driving up into the north. Um, you're two driving. Two dogs. Two dogs with two you. Two dogs. Two dogs who uh, love to travel, 100. percent um, So yeah, we're releasing this so everybody can, everybody across the United States, can listen on their commute. Um, but because uh, you don't get cereal this week. You don't get cereal, but you have IMVDB and and Doug. We're we're continuing on IMVDB next year into, of into 20 into 2015 this is the last podcast of 2014 we got some big things planned for 2015 uh including bow ties mm. so look out for bow ties maybe uh, other kinds of ties a lot of tie based stuff nobody told me about the bow ties you didn't get looped in on that yeah you have to forward me that email. yeah you gotta, you gotta check base cam um <laughs> because uh yeah, next uh, the week after Christmas is January first, so we're gonna be hitting the ground running. I remember, um, uh, you know, this uh, time of the year last year was a time when things kind of slowed down. I think it's definitely happened again this year. Um, I remember Miley Cyrus released like "Adore," "Adore You," um, yeah, like on like this December like twenty seventh last year, and, just, and like, she said tanked. some fuck. She said some fuckhead. <laughs> She leaked it. She's yeah. like, yeah, this is going to break YouTube. No, nah, nothing was broken on YouTube. Sorry, Millie. Um, but anyway, we had a we had an awesome year. And if you want to go and read um, a lot of year-end lists, our blog is just spilling those things out like low tomorrow. Uh, Doug, tell us some of the year-end lists that we have on the blog. We got a bunch of really great year-end lists on the blog. So far, we've got one from Ian Ponch Jewel. We've got one from Brother. We've got one from Judy Craig. We've got one from Chris Black. Um, and we got one from Eli Stoneberg. Um, and we got a couple more coming, including one from Lance Drake, Tom Glunt, all the boys. Um, and, and girl. Uh, and, and, well, right, we got boys left. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there's some great ones in there, some, some great picks. Uh, Eli got... Got to squeeze in a video that might have made our top 50 had it not come out after our top 50 was released. But, you know, it's the name of the game. Mm. That's mm. how it goes. But Eli got it in. And Eli's is pretty interesting. He's got a couple of interactive music videos on there. Eli Stoneberg of uh, Four Clops. Who does Four Clops. Interactive music videos who, who have been on this podcast as well. It's just true. They've done that. They've all done it. And, uh, and uh, so that's it. Those be, that'll be in the show notes. All right. Well, I hope everybody out there is uh, taking a break and enjoying the Christmas season. I hope you're going to spin some Christmas songs, maybe some Judy Pancoast, House on Christmas Street, and uh, maybe spin some uh, Christmas music videos. And like Doug said, you can go to uh, imvdb.com slash tag slash Christmas to see all the Christmas music videos, and we will have a link to that in our show notes. Um, and uh, we hope everybody has an awesome holiday season. And uh, and a happy new year. Ha- happy New Year's. Happy New Year, and we'll see you guys in 2015.